0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Pump Die Die Podcast. We are up to episode number 47. We have finally caught my age.
1: I was going to say, what's special about that, Tom? Because you just had a special day last week, didn't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, I did. I mean, I don't know how special it was, but yes, it was, it was something. You know, Neil, within a couple of months, we'll have even caught your, your uh, advanced age, I suspect.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true man. The way we're going, doing like four or sometimes 3 or 4 a week. But it's, it's getting, getting so crazy. nice
0: now too. It's it's I think it's going to be more of a challenge to make so many of them when it's so nice out.
1: Well, like, I I don't know. It's
0: the most beautiful suburban night tonight or you know, it's early evening. And, Dude. and the windows are open. I'm once again, nothing but me and my boxers and my fortress of solitude. That's, Still a, li-
1: that's a nice picture. but um, so That's what, why we
0: don't use the cameras, buddy.
1: What is the, uh, what's the temperature there for you? Because it's hotter than shit here. It's in the 80s. It's 92 here. Wow. So Sunday night, and I'm sure people love listening to this, but it's crazy, yes. right? So that's, this, what
0: middle-aged, that's what middle-aged men talk about. The this way. is
1: what Chicago is like, though. Sunday night, it was got down into the low 40s and in fact my heat yep. came on my heat came yep. on Monday morning one day later it's 92 it's fucking crazy yeah this weather yeah. Is, ins- is it's just insane I think it's going back to the 70s again tomorrow
0: welcome to the midwest
1: yep welcome to the midwest well, in, the, and it's, in the summer it's,
0: it's just in the nick of time too because things are in Michigan are going to start opening back up next week um, we might be able to have the pleasure of dining in at a restaurant or dining drinking in. at a, Ooh, drinking boy, at a bar, at, yeah. which is funny because they're saying yeah, you can drink at the bar, but you have to wear your mask. I'm like, Who, how are you going to do that? What are you going to do, pull it aside like a pair of filthy panties to <laughs> pour your beard down your hole?
1: Hold <laughs> you, on you, I, I mean, hold, hold, on, hold right? on a second, hold on a second. When do you wear filthy panties over your mouth, buddy? <laughs> what what, what right. are we talking All about right. here? Well, you didn't think that one through, did you? Know,
0: you know, I, I shouldn't have gone down that path to begin with. You <laughs> yeah, were right to chastise she said. me. Yes, yes.
1: And, just, and for our English listeners, 92 is 33.3 because you have that weird Celsius thing. So it's fucking hot. It's hot here you today. have that
0: weird Celsius thing that 96% of the world uses. It <laughs> doesn't,
1: doesn't make any sense. Hey, <laughs> and, and you'll be proud of me this year. I was able to put my AC in myself. I didn't need your help like I did Excellent. last year. Excellent.
0: You didn't throw yeah. it throw it off of the third story onto the ground. I didn't drop you. it
1: on anybody's head, no. no it's so funny yeah
0: that we use the English system and the English used the kami uh, metric system. What's up with that?
1: Well, when I was a kid we didn't. When I was a kid it was miles, it was gallons, it was everything traditional. And then after I left, they snuck it in. I you know, I think they can blame me for leaving cuz then they went mm-hmm. to all that shit after I left, so um, they did
0: everything right until you left, except for they drove on the wrong side of the road.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or, or the right side of the road, whatever you, you know, mm. however you want to yeah. describe it. But anyway, what's going on today, my friend? What are you, what have you been up yeah, to? How's no, work? What,
0: you know, just, just, you know, work has been work. Uh, everything's been good. You know, just, just some mild, uh, riding going on here. <laughs> what at work? In my, uh, <laughs> some, some, you know, some arrests, some cocks, cracking some skulls, some, uh, you know, some looting of uh, fudge shops and uh, comic book stores. And, dude, you
1: uh, you told me that. How, how you said, with some at the comic book store I could see maybe, but a fudge shop? Who the hell? Who? The, <laughs> a, dude, have you ever bought this? Stuff?
0: it's like fifteen dollars for half a pound.
1: But a why? It's, it's why do you have gold, a fudge brown shop? Brown did, did, brown did, gold. did 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 we go back in time to like the eighteen fifties? Why do you have you a like oh, in fudge Michigan, shop,
0: right? You've heard of, like, Mackinac Island Fudge. That's, like, the most famous fudge. That's, like, up up in northern Michigan. So there's a a couple of these chain places that have little, like, satellite stores in these kind of, you know, I don't want to say Grand Rapids is not really a touristy town, but there's, like, the little area down by, like, the fancy hotel and the convention center and all that. And, yeah, there's a a fudgery.
1: A fudgery. (laughs) Holy shit. Do you have a do you have a boot black too or a yeah. uh, fucking a gobbler? Chimney sweeps, chimney sweeps are us. Miel, we're, supposed like to be
0: talking, we're supposed to be having a serious talk, <laughs> uh, talk here, and, and we're laughing about you know. Neil spent three summers packing fudge in college. It was this summer job.
1: Ooh, I see what you so, did there. That's so, uh,
0: so uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 uh, it's funny, you know, because like I, I was just thinking about you know we we started doing this show at the end of last year. I think October of last year, or, yep. I think October of last year is when we started. Yep,
1: exactly.
0: And we definitely had some clear objectives. You know, we wanted to have some fun. We, we're, we're a couple of pals that are are kind of separated by, you know, a three-hour drive or whatever, so we can't get together that often. So we're going to get together and we're going to record this thing where we talk about some old punk stuff. We're going to have a laugh, have a drink, you know, just, just, just have a good time. And our goal was never was always to not be political. I mean, I, I, mean, I think we made that like a conscious decision, right?
1: Um, you did. I, mean, I, whatever. You I,
0: it was okay. You're gonna hang it on me. Well, the, <laughs> but the, the truth. No, I mean, is, if
1: it comes, if something comes up, sure, but it, yeah, we're yeah. not going to well, be overtly is, political. Listen, yes. And I'm not,
0: I'm not one of these people like, oh, keep your politics out of punk. Listen, punk is very political, and I love my political punk rock. So don't, don't, don't get me wrong. It's just one of those things. I wanted to have a more fun.
1: You know, I just sure, wanted yeah, to have I got you. More yeah, fun, yeah.
0: and not not argue with people about the fine points of anarchy or whatever. You know. Yes. And then like 2020 came along and was just like a thunderous kick in the groin <laughs> because, you know, every show has been canceled and then, and, and we have this pandemic and, you know, somehow we managed to politicize this pandemic, which is insane. Yes. And now we have this, this, um, we have this, this terrible situation where this cop, had his knee on a man's throat for nine minutes and the man died. And now the major cities of America are exploding in riots. And obviously this is not really about that nine minutes because this just, it's just again and again and again. And cops never seem to have to face consequences from this. So I, I absolutely get the frustration of this and, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I absolutely understand the protests. I absolutely back the protests. I, I hope that there's really some social change can come about this time i mean i don't i don't back everyone who's involved with all this stuff and maybe we can get into that a little bit but what's what's going on in chicago they break it's the bad. windows they steal they steal and fudge
1: oh yeah well they're not stealing fudge so much has there's, your favorite there's...
0: record store been looted because my favorite record store managed to survive they're boarded up but they're not uh they didn't get looted
1: um, I don't know what it's like in, in, in downtown Chicago, but... You're was, far
0: enough away, you're sort of in your own little bubble.
1: Well, here's the funny thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's been, there was riots in Chicago, obviously, as you know, there's people killed in Cicero, there was, there's all, all kinds of shit going on, right? So, but there's... Be,
0: people but, were killed in Cicero by, by the police, or by rioters, or what was the...
1: Um, it wasn't, it, <laughs> it wasn't explained, because there's people, get people get killed in Cicero all the time, <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they can blame well, it on, on the riots and stuff, but, um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so there's been peaceful protests, there's been this and that, but it's the people that are latching on and using the protests, right, as their excuse just to break into Best Buy and steal a TV or steal a stereo. And the case in point I will make is, um, in Evanston, which is not just north of Chicago, it's a suburb north of Chicago, um, where my, where my kid lives, um, they had a peaceful protest on Sunday. She went to it. It was great. Everybody everybody said the thing, you know. Yep. Um, but then Sunday night, a bunch of people broke into the Best Buy on... Howard Street, which is nowhere close to where the protest was, like no, no even close see, see, to it. It's
0: probably not the same. I, I
1: think and the, no, it's not know, the same. It's I definitely not the same people. Very little right.
0: the two groups, you know exactly.
1: It, it, well, exactly. And, it's, and you
0: know, it's, it's one of those things. Listen, this is this is a legitimate socialist issue that needs to be dealt with, and and it and and I it does irritate me a little bit when I see people sort of glom onto it. These sort of you know middle class white kids who are trying to sort of you know grab a hold of this and maybe either make it their own somehow, or, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to read people's motives, and I, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt for the most part, but, uh, I don't know. The Some funny, people, uh, the you funny know, thing 20, was 30 years ago, I might have been down there just for the chaos, but now it's like, uh, as a little older person, I just kind of sit back and go, sheesh, what's going on?
1: The funny thing was that these fucking pe- people that broke into the Best Buy, they were so fucking stupid, they left their cars there because they came back the next day.
0: You can only I, fit so many TVs in one car,
1: and so yeah, so they all got arrested because uh, the cops were there.
0: <laughs> we've, we've had a couple. Oh, we've had a couple boy. of arrests also, and you know the thing uh. is, everything's being taped now, so you got to be smart. And it's amazing is, is, is these some of these cops they know they're being taped. They're they're literally being protested for police, police brutality, and they're responding with unnecessary brutality. I mean, what is what is wrong with these people? Right. I have been. This is. I don't know I, I, I've been acutely aware of this issue for a number of years once again I'm not trying to make this my issue because it's its really not at the end of the day I'm a middle aged man who lives in the suburbs I do not have to deal with a lot of this stuff directly hey listen um,
1: as, a, as a skateboarder I learned this a very very long time ago if a cop tells you to get off your board or whatever or do whatever you just fucking do it because you cannot win you cannot yeah. win so you just go along with it and get the fuck out of there that's all well, you do whether but, you're barging a, you know, a parking lot or whatever you're doing you know
0: but by the same token, that you know, the, if you wouldn't have done that, you know, that wouldn't have legitimized him beating you.
1: Well, no, because I got I mean, the, fu- cause I got the fuck out.
0: It, but it wouldn't have legitimized it.
1: No, uh, no, one hundred percent. But I'm just saying, I I I got the fuck out, you know, because it was just like you learn at an early age. Yeah. You, you can't yeah. you can't win an argument with with no. them. So you know. But
0: it's it's and it's man, I I you know, of course you hear all, you know all different things. I think we living in, we're living in the golden age of misinformation. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's scary stuff. And I'm sure what? some of the people, I'm sure some of the people listening to us are, are involved with some of these protests and man, be careful and be safe.
1: Taking this into a slightly... Remember the,
0: remember the goal and don't deviate from that.
1: Right. That's true. So taking this into a slightly different situation, but talking about what you were just talking about, the misinformation. So I get into, I do what I always do. I got into an argument with someone on on Instagram. Because what they did, and this was actually a famous skateboarder who did this. It was a professional skateboarder. They put up a picture of John Lennon and Yoko Ono when they were doing their um, anti-Vietnam protests. Yeah. And, you know, they were holding up the sign that said out of Vietnam or whatever. And they photoshopped that out and put their, their thing in there. And there's nothing that annoys me more than that. Oh, is oh the it, way is they it, do that with the
0: science. Yeah. yeah that's the, every, they constantly do that now, doesn't
2: it? Don't but me. it's
1: so fucking annoying. Because you, A, you're fucking with history. And B, you might get dumb people <laughs> who don't realize it. And it's just, if you want to make that statement, that's great. Make that statement. But those people did not make that fucking statement. So well, stop once again, doing that you're shit.
0: The only, you're, and I think we had this conversation last week. And, you know, I think this is a rerun. That you're probably the only person who gets that worked up about it. But well, that being said, you're right. It is a little annoying when every single like semi wizened but semi-retarded quote is attributed to like Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah, well, and You like was, see Morgan Freeman's face. It's well, like
1: Morgan Freeman didn't say that. Yes, that, that 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 one's true too, but it's like I mean, it goes deeper than that, right? Cuz I mean, I used to work I used to work in a in a textbook industry. And I think I have told you this one before, was they were using a Beatles image, but they'd photoshopped all the cigarettes out of their hands. And mm. it's like, I'm sorry, this is, that was history. Cool. That was I history. They didn't even look cool. Their <laughs> well, th- exactly, because they're all standing up, holding their fingers out. So now it just looks like they're retarded. Um, yes. But it's like, this is, that's what happened. And I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's the way it was. And yeah. you should not be fucking with history. Uh, that's just the way that, I mean, that, so it's a bigger issue than this for me. It always yeah. it always bugs the fuck out of me when people do that. So.
0: Oh. Anyway. ultimately ultimately i didn't really want to talk about this at all but the fact of the matter is i didn't want our silence to be deafening i didn't want our silence to say that we're we're cool with what's going on or that we're yeah you know what i mean I, I just wanted to say real briefly that uh listen i uh we stand behind you protesters and be safe and don't be dumb and uh i i i i recognize that this is a legitimate problem and uh I, I I I don't know. I'd like to hope that maybe something will come of it, but, but man, it's just so many times, and that's why you can understand the violence to a certain extent and the vandalism, because it's it's just the same crap. So, you know, these maybe a couple of courthouses need to get burned down. I don't know. A couple of cop cars smashed. Look, just but, just just I just feel bad for the small business owners because this right. rage, this unbridled rage, right?
1: And the cop cars, and the cop cars are going to get replaced, and all that means is our taxes yep. are going to go up. So yeah, it, it's, it's, fucking, it's fucking. It it's doesn't true, make but any at sense.
0: But at least it's directed towards the authority, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I, 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 don't I, do know feel, if... I feel worse for the, more, for the mom pop type places because the fact of the matter is, you know, this comic book store that got looted in Grand Rapids, they were a good corporate citizen Man, took care of their employees. You know, they were. They were. Uh, they were. Unlike us, Neil, they were like one of these woke companies. You know, nobody's ever going to accuse us of being woke. You know, we're not. We're just not. No. But meanwhile, they got smashed along with everybody else.
1: Okay, I'm um. not, I'm not understand. <laughs> I have I have to admit, Tom, I'm confused by the uh, by the. <laughs> By the looting in Grand Rapids, like around here, it was like you know breaking into sports sporting goods stores to steal yeah. shoes or breaking into uh, Best Buy to steal TVs. But with, uh, with Grand well, Rapids, I mean, apparently, it was kind of clear, it, kind of it cleared the, the demographic. It right? was ste- yeah, I mean, it was like, stealing fudge and uh, stealing fudge and comic it probably, books.
0: <laughs> it probably means it's white kids. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, I middle, would class, say middle class middle so. class white kids, right? Yes, eating fudge. Well, and yes. that's, it, and it really is. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a uh, Comedy, you know, it, it's, I, it's, I, I'd like to think that the vast majority of people are involved with the the protest part of it, at least, are there for the right reason, um, you know, but unfortunately, I do get skeptical because I know a good amount of people that were there, and some of them are very intelligent people who really are trying to elicit change. Some of them are straight up morons. Some of them are opportunists who are trying to, you know, glom onto something. Some people are somewhere in the middle where they're just kind of want to see history firsthand i've been that guy before you know just kind of
1: so yeah anyway. i don't i don't just
0: know be safe be smart
1: i don't know how uh stealing fudge is eliciting change i i must admit i don't i don't <laughs> understand that or, right, or stealing again, a new 72 again, inch must, tv once I, once again, I don't understand they do we,
0: we must separate the riders from the yes yeah 100 percent. because I, like i said i think there's very little crossover between the two right so anyway that's enough of that but anyway be safe um uh, be smart. Focus mm. on your goal. Don't do anything that's going to, uh, you know, take the eye off the, off the movement. So, anyway, cops, Damn. stop killing people. Resign, all of you. And, you know, peace and anarchy.
1: And with that, I am going to play <clears throat> ACAB by the Foreskins, which, if you know, it stands for All Coppers Are Bastards. And that goes back a long time. So, here's the Foreskins for you.
2: The boys in blue don't miss out on our dedications, A.C.A.B. Oh, coppers are bastards. Morning, everyone, thanks for one night. We got in a little fight. It's going to all be a night streets. I got to Doesn't like that look on my face. Then i hook to two away. I, I have to say. Say, I 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 I saw the same to you, and that's so still weak and low. i seeing all of point the ICAB, all my mates are as well. I say I I say I I say I All I'll come as I say I 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 I say I
1: The know, I, was
0: gonna, I was gonna. play my song. You're yeah.
1: I figured. Well, I figured. Oh, I know what you were gonna play. Yeah. that yeah. yeah. You can do it. Also that. appropriate, right? Yeah. Also. Yeah. I mean, also very I appropriate. I mean, how are to that now? Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Right away. Right off the bat.
1: Ah, uh, sure. Why not?
0: Yeah. Right. Who writes the rules? Right. Right. Yeah. Nerds, <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. We Compliance got no fucking rules here.
0: Compliance ain't punk. I've seen too many punks talking about, oh, we need to submit to our government masters. Compliance ain't punk, kids. Um, let's do. Uh, so this is uh, a Dead Kennedy song from uh, from Plastic Surgery Disasters, and it's got all the classic elements. It's way too long. It's got that like <laughs> weird noodling part thing that they love to do at the beginning with like the noodling bass and guitar. But when they get to the get to the money shot, man, it's so good. It's this is uh, Dead Kennedy's Riot. Riot, the unbeatable high.
1: was so we had uh we had one from uh the uk and we had from one from uh the states actually from about the same time i would imagine i'd imagine those both came out about 82 oh. would that be right you think about 82
0: Surgery Disasters
1: the second Dead yeah it was it was Yeah, so
0: yeah that probably would have been on it because fresh fruit yeah. was 81
1: yeah so I that's so that's cool so we played two songs from uh, about 82 we could have
0: played we could have played police like, story by black flag i mean this should just go on and on We're, we will do a whole nother show
1: Oh, yeah, we'll do a whole, nother, you know, a whole nother story other uh, show based on on this, I guess, because, uh, cause, yeah, there's uh, a lot of stuff to talk about, and there's a lot of anti-cop songs, because that's one thing the punk rockers have always been good at, right?
0: I wonder if that's where, like, that whole thing got on my radar to begin with, or the skateboarding thing, like you were saying, skateboarding was big, and just being from a small town, definitely a long-haired kid from a small town in the late 80s was definitely, we were ripe for harassment, obviously not the same level as... as what's going on right now, nothing like that. Nobody ever choked me out or anything like that. So I don't mean to, uh, you know, try to co-opt that. But, but it's definitely, uh, I definitely have been aware of this and I've, I've spent a lot of time reading about it and I have some real strong thoughts about it and I actually could talk about it for hours, but I don't feel like this is the forum. It, always, it, actually, so. tick,
1: it actually tickles me when I see uh, my English friends talking about, yeah, how bad the police are in England. The police in England couldn't be more polite yeah it. <laughs> they're they're. it's like the polar opposite of what cops are like over here because yeah. they'll because they'll go out of their way you know to do anything uh, you, well, you know you know i mean i guess i guess it doesn't always happen that way but my experiences with police in england are always incredibly incredibly polite and you know professional um i should say like the one time i got stopped when i was when i was skating this would have been back in the very early 80s and uh police car stopped me and my friends and we were just walking down to the seafront there was no one around and we were like what the fuck are they stopping us for and the policeman gets out and goes do you mind uh, spinning your wheels <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> so i spin my wheels and he's like okay thanks and then got in his car and drove off <laughs> it's like what the fuck was that about wow so yeah i guess maybe a noise ordinance i have no idea but there you go hmm. but uh, yeah interesting yeah Hmm. but yeah if you you know in England you guys you you guys don't know how good you've got it compared to the police over here so
0: well and yeah, and I think the idea of the peacemaker the the you know it has gone out the window over the years, and you like said the militarization of the police is no joke, and it's something that everybody should be concerned about, and I'm afraid it's easy for those of us in the suburbs. You know, th- those kind of white middle class people in the suburbs would think it doesn't. it's not going to affect us. But the fact of the matter is, it, it, it sh- A, it shouldn't have to affect us for us to care about it.
1: That's you very true. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And
0: yep. secondly, my wife just came in. My wife just walked in and I'm just laying on the bed in my of shorts. <laughs> what a delight. She doesn't seem that impressed. <laughs> well,
2: anyway,
0: you've, right. well, you've been married a long my wife, time. It's funny. My, wife, my wife's in here changed. and I told her I wouldn't talk about this stuff in front of her anymore. So let's move on to something else.
1: Well, all I was well, what were you just saying? It was something I was about to—I was about to um, talk about what what you what you just said. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, whatever, we'll get back to it.
0: Yeah, listen. Yes. Oh, I know what so. it was.
1: I know what it was. It was about okay. So the—I mean, I'll get off on it. I'll get off it after this. But it's just the one difference I've seen between cops in the U K. and cops in the U S A. is that it seems Little like stupid hats. Well, that, but also. It seems police in the U.K., violence is their last resort. Yeah. Whereas it seems over here, for, for cops in the U.S., violence is their first resort. And listen, I understand there's a lot more guns over here and shit like that. I get it. But, um, I mean, I, I know people have had their dog shot before. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, stu- just stupid shit. Like, they immediately go to maximum violence. Yep. And Escalation
0: I, I, rather than de-escalation. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I'm assuming that's just a training thing. It has to be and the militarization, that whole thing. And uh, and if you want to watch something really scary, watch some of the Waco shows that are now on like mm-hmm. Amazon and um, Netflix and stuff like that. Because what happened in Waco was just absolutely, insanely ridiculous. Um, well, yeah.
0: And, and, and the fact of the matter is that's a good point, too, because, like I said, this has gotten really partisan, I'm afraid. But the fact of the matter is that was Bill Clinton was the commander in chief, and he massacred men, women, and children, him and Janet Reno. In Waco, well, and he, didn't, was he way, didn't do it way, personally. <laughs> well, but ultimately, and, and so with the, you know, so this totalitarianism type attitude is yeah. not alone. Trumps, but I mean, it's scary when he talks about bringing the military. And I mean, it's it's insane. It's, it isn't. In,
1: it's insane. Well, oh, then you the ATF, You the can't H-
0: use the you can't use the military against your citizens. I mean, unfortunately, the National Guard has been doing that for years. But I mean, if you bring active army, it, it's just it's just not acceptable.
1: Well, yeah I mean at Waco, the ATF were in first and they fucked it up so then the FBI had to come up to fix what the ATF had done and by that time yeah it was just a huge mess and by that time it just got to be showing who was the bigger who was the bigger man kind of thing so uh, yeah. yeah and like seventy five well, people died or whatever
0: for, yeah for one man they killed a bunch you know
1: yep just really and,
0: and listen the government has a great Government in our country has a great history of massacring its own people. There's no question. And 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 listen, I know we're not alone in that. You know, I think there's there's kids coming out of school right now. You know, I think when we were growing up, and where my parents were growing up, we there was the big the concept of American exceptionalism. Everything about America is better than everything else. And and obviously that's ridiculous. You know, people are people. Countries are countries. You know, we we're, we're we're not better than everybody else. But I think now a lot of times we become so self-loathing that kids come out of college now are saying America's the most evil country in the world and I'm like, I'm sorry America's been around for two hundred and forty something years and we have committed our sins. there is no question about it. We've done some awful things but I'm sorry compared to most of the European countries we are just about innocent children you
1: know?
0: <laughs> and uh, and that, now that's not a that's not to say that we don't need to be vigilant about this and we don't need to correct the, the things we're doing wrong I mean right. we certainly do but And the grand scale of evil, I'm afraid we're not quite there yet. So we need to quit using hyperbola in either direction, you know, whether it's the president telling us that Americans are great and everything else sucks or it's, you know, college kids telling us that America is the most evil thing ever. The the truth, once again, lies somewhere in the middle, as we like to say in this very thoughtful show about punk rock and politics. (laughs) We've already gone way further, way further into politics than what I wanted to. Let's, Let's talk a little punk rock stuff, you know.
1: Sounds good, mate. Do you want to uh, you want to Who's talk about some some, some 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 records that you got recently, or do you want to look at some of the mail and shit that we've got? Because um, we got a lot of well, mail. We
0: could probably do we could probably do both. I don't. I have a ton of the mail at my. Okay. Well, let, m- let me read right this now? one because yeah, yeah, I think
1: we were going to uh, we were going to talk about this a bit. Okay. So, um, we got a piece of email from uh, I don't know if he's a new listener, but he is. A, he wrote in for the first time, um, called Joshua jo- Joshua Burke. Well um, well from said. Iowa, from De, De Mo- Des Moines, De, Des Moines, right? Joshua
0: from Des Moines. De, yeah.
1: Someone like that. I don't know. Josh Burke. There Joshua from Des Moines, yeah. Des Moines, Wait, Iowa. you just, you
0: just showed us that you weren't really a true Midwesterner there with that right. I did. I did. of Joshua from Des Moines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, correct me, man. Um, but no, no, you're good. But anyway, so he said, amongst other things, um, he says he's found himself diving into vinyl collecting being an early collector do either one of us have opinions on true punk essentials to start a collection with so that that got us both thinking because we thought that was like a really good idea so for someone who's just either getting into uh punk rock and one or someone who's been into new stuff for a while but wants a grounding in uh, some of the old stuff some of the uh, essentials. So uh, we have both figured we like we do like a top 10 of albums. So I figured, um, <clears throat> should I do British stuff, Tom, and you do American stuff? How does that sound?
0: That's, that, that's what we're going to do, right? I think that okay. sounds great. It's funny, it's funny this came up because I ran <laughs> into a friend, an old friend, playing bands with them years ago. So an old friend, my age, 47-ish. And uh, he was talking about how he just started buying vinyl again. And he literally had bought four records. And it was it was so interesting. Now granted, he's more of a mainstream rock and roll headbanger kind of guy than than what than straight up punk, but you know, it's funny to start at the beginning. Because most of us have been doing this for so long. So I actually you know, it was an interesting thought to me going back to, you know, square one and trying to start from scratch, but like I, I can't remember what he had. It was like I think like A C D C back in black and Nirvana Nevermind and like Something by Metallica or something, which, like I said, much more like rock radio. But it is, yeah, yeah. it is, it is interesting to the thought of starting over. It, what also is interesting is that I had a list of my top ten things that I thought you should get, and now I can't find it. Oh, for God's sake! You right. go, you go ahead, you go first. With your, <laughs> go ahead with your. Uh, okay. All right. With your gentle Billy Club swinging <clears throat> cop loving. What? <laughs>
1: so and I'm gonna start obviously with the uh, so this is all gonna be seventies, six to like early eighties probably stuff. But things I think would be essentials 20, 20 decent punk rock. So collection. did you
0: do like a number like ten or is it just kinda random? No, it's just random.
1: Okay. Just random. But I got ten. So obviously the first okay. one would be Sex Pistols, never mind the bollocks. Obviously maybe the epitome of punk rock, the you know, the, mm. the, the the wasn't the first punk rock album by any means, but it was probably the uh you know the one most people look to the most.
0: Yeah, you can't,
1: you can't go wrong with that No, can't go wrong with that one. And the second one I have is the uh, Clash first album, self-titled. Um, the classic green cover with the three of them, you know, in, in silhouette, not silhouette, but you know what I mean. Um, but it's got to be the English version. And you can tell it's the English version because where it says the Clash is bottom right, rather than the horrible... Don't pay for the
0: import. The American version is fine.
1: No, it's not, and I'll tell you why. Um, The American version, you you can tell by the top left, (laughs) because (laughs) this was recorded in late 76, early 77, right? All the songs were together as one. They were recorded together in one session, and they all stand together. For some reason, when when they released it in the States, two years later, they removed four of the original songs and put some of the singles on that had come out in late 78 and early 79. So the thing doesn't stand together. It's almost like your greatest hits at that point. It's not the well, sounds it's horrible. not it's not the album. No, but it's not the album that the Clash recorded. So mm. that's why I think if you're going to get it, look for the original English version rather than the uh American and Canadian version. So. Hmm. Jeez, I didn't mean to offend you there. <laughs> nah, I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> yeah. Um you know I have strong opinions on things. Um, <laughs> is is that right? When yeah, did that start? Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Um third would be the damned uh first album Damn, damn, damned! The mm. one with all the four of them on the uh, on the front sleeve, covered in like cream cake or whatever the hell it is. And I, I feel can like um,
0: that. You gotta go to Machine Gun Etiquette after that, right? Uh
1: yeah, but I think I, I was torn between the two, right? Yep. But I think just because it's got new rows on it, I, I just think I that, agree.
0: I think I think at the end of the day, if you had to pick one, I think damn, damn, damned is better. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but it's like one and one <clears throat> eight.
1: I mean, I remember seeing that album cover back, and this was before I was even into it. This would have been when I was like 13 years old, and just being disgusted by that album cover when I first saw it. And then, huh. and then it was like, hey, that's actually pretty funny. Sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, so that one. Uh, fourth, I would have the first Adverts album, uh, Crossing the Red Sea with the Adverts. Huh. Um, classic early punk, they could hardly play and it's obvious on that album, but the songs are fantastic. The lyrics are fantastic. Um, they had a female bass player, which was really unusual at that point. Um, that's just a classic, classic, uh, early punk rock. Pretty album. easy
0: on the eyes too. Old gay, gay? right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh fifth I would have uh Buzzcocks and I was gonna do their first studio album, but then I remembered something you said, um that you like the uh singles going steady. Oh, and I so guess good. yeah, and I guess if you are gonna do a just one Buzzcocks album, I guess Singles Going Steady would be the one to get. Cause mm,
0: interesting. I didn't I didn't consider compilations when I did this list. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I wasn't going to, but I was like, you know what? It has all their great early singles on it. Uh, classics, just absolute classics, rather than going with their first album and, and the music. So uh, I decided to go with the singles Going Steady if you were starting a collection. So there's that one. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, the next one I have the first Generation X album, mm. um, which is just called Generation X. And for those people that don't know, that's where Billy Idol got his start. Yep. Uh, um, so that first, the second album's not so great when they started getting a bit more mainstream and, uh, Getting to be like top twenty, and he was like the glamour boy. Truth, that, the
0: boy is. Truth. The truth. Of the matter is, I'm not that crazy about the second damned album either.
1: Uh, yeah, the second. I mean, it's damned got album some good is, stuff on yeah, it, but it's, it's kind of weird. Really as yeah,
0: good as the first and the third, right?
1: right? Yeah, uh, but the first Generation X album, it's the it's the uh, it's like a sepia kind of brown and white cover, a photograph of the four of them. It's just fantastic, and um, Durwood's guitar. I've never heard anything sound like that um, on any other album since. So that's it's worth getting just for that. And they got such great songs. Um, next would be, uh, the first Susie and the Banshees album, The Scream, because it's just so weird. Hmm. And an early punk rock was just, in England, it was so, uh, well, in the States too, actually, it was all over the place. It couldn't yeah. be, it couldn't be pigeonholed. So you'd have some, you know, fast anarchic stuff, you'd have some slower stuff. And then Susie and the Banshees was just weird and kind of haunting and jagged. Um, so yeah, that first Banshees album, which didn't come out till 78 because they couldn't get signed for whatever reason for a long time. But uh yeah, the Scream came out in 78 and was a was a huge hit immediately. Mm. And so those are all the original ones I'm going to go with. Then I'm going to go with a couple of later ones. Um so we're talking now 80, 81. So the first is the anti Noah League album, We Are the League, mm. cuz that one's a completely that was classic.
0: 80, 82, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um kind of street punk. He um, recommends
0: the original lyrics with the when yeah. they talk about <laughs> being a child if can, monster. If you can find it, um, that but one's the, um, been repressed so many times. The not the clean the cleaner it ain't clean by any stretch of imagination. Right. But it's yeah. been repressed so many <laughs> yes. times. I, I think the one I have is drastic plastic. It's like one of those two hundred gram records that you could practically knock somebody out with.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it, it is a it is a complete classic. Or a, it's not UK eighty two. It's not that an okay, by any it's, it's, means but it's, 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 it's like biker punk or biker punk right? yeah 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 that, that great record songs. is really good every yeah. song is good. Yeah. So the, so that's the Anti Noah League. Um then I have the uh the first business album um which you know when we started getting into Oi in um, So what's that
0: what's the name of that? Well, that's the first full full-length?
1: Uh yeah Suburban Rebels. It's called Okay, yeah yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: great album. Um which in fact we'll come back to that later on. So mm. um yeah great great album one of the first Oi albums really Um, Them and the Foreskins, probably, and and the Cockney Rejects too, but I prefer that Mm. first business album to any of those, it's it's a complete album, it all holds together, the songs are great, Mickey Fitz Mm. is awesome, Um, so that's number nine, and then the last one I am going to have on my list is the, um, it's not the first Cock Sparrow album, but it's the real first Cock Sparrow album, because that... Shock original, yeah, Shock Troops, because that original one that they put out in like '75 or whatever was only released in Spain, and it doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, but Shock Troops is like their—it's like got all their early classics on it, and it's uh, still today probably the greatest street punk slash oi album of all time. Great album, so uh, great
0: album, no question. Yeah.
1: So there you go. So there's so there's my so ten. There, so
0: there's your there's ten. If yep. you want to start your vinyl collection. With your your ten there's your ten British picks because he said what do I beyond the first couple of Ramones albums and the first couple of Clash albums where do I go so right. he actually had yep. a little bit of direction so so why don't we go back to that song right now that you were just kind of you were teasing
1: all right so yeah I am gonna play um, off that first business album this is the business with Suburban Rebels and it's strangely um, it's strangely accurate right now um, well you can tell by the title <laughs> what it's about but yeah it's about uh, trendy left-wing school kids um, demonstrating so there you go anyway yeah so this is the business with suburban rebels suburban rebels by the business and it's funny he calls out the tom robinson band by name in that one so i always thought that was kind of funny like mocking so. them yeah yep. Yeah. Hmm. all the people that like the tom robinson band hmm. yep
0: yeah it is uh interesting interesting I, i'm more of a um, saturday's heroes guy but I like Silver
1: okay. Rebels a lot. Too. No, well, I love all the business albums. I think they were great. And did you ever see even
0: them? one the, even that one in the nineties? The truth, the whole truth, the fantastic truth album. Yeah. it was great, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Well, so yeah. was so was Hardcore Hooligan, which is just all football drinking songs. And I think uh, that's like a compilation,
0: isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where, the, where, Bits, the, where the, where the R.I. chorus R.I. where the chorus is one of the songs is <laughs> you cunt. It's great. <laughs> Sorry, <I don't> remember <laughs> that one? Because <laughs> someone missed a penalty. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that
1: one's awesome. So, uh <laughs> yeah,
0: good stuff, good stuff. So, so I, so we split this up, and I'm I'm gonna do like my American list. Do you have all outside.
1: those, Tom? All the all the ones I said. You probably have them all, right?
0: Um, I don't have Susie. Okay. I'm trying to think. I think there was just. I have this. I go through the list one more time, real quick.
1: Sex Pistols, Clash, yep, Damned. Yep. Adverts. Um, I,
0: okay, I don't have that adverts album. I have one called One Chord Wonders, which is like a bunch of radio recordings that has their. It's that has basically their that. It's
1: basically got all ad, the tracks from the. Uh, crossing the Red Sea. Of,
0: I need to go out of my way to get that Crossing the Red Sea album. Just, anyway, yeah. keep going.
1: Uh, Buzzcock Signals Going Steady. You have that. Yeah, of course. First Generation X. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, Susie and the Banshees, you don't have, right? I do not, know. Yeah, it, like, it, it doesn't sound like, like it will be I up your alley, once, really. But.
0: I have one called Once Upon a Time the Singles or something. Yeah. By Susan the that has, like, the early singles on it.
1: Yeah, so that's really... I don't think The Scream's got, like, any of those on it, to tell you the truth. But, no? um, okay. no. Didn't even have uh, Hong Kong Garden on it. Um, Antino, Willie, you got that. Of course. Business. Yep. Cocksbury, yeah. You got them all. But you got nine out of the ten, basically. So. Not bad.
0: Yep. Well, now it's time to test you, I yep. guess. I bet you have...
1: Uh, you might have all these. Well, are you doing early stuff, or are you doing just yeah, throughout the I, I ages? Yeah, I decided to
0: kind of focus. Well, and like I said, this 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 guy, well, Joshua, right? Yep. He he was kind of. I think he was looking for more of the classics, so I actually kind yeah. of blended it up. So I went kind of with a combination of like the classics, and uh, a couple of like borderline like hardcore things. But the truth okay. is, I did take one other factor into consideration that maybe you didn't, and that is how easy whether or not these albums are relatively easy to get.
1: Oh no, I didn't take that into account. Because there's
0: all. one specifically that I think is an American stone cold classic that everybody should have, but it is very expensive and not that easy to get on vinyl and that would be uh The Dead Boys Young Loud and Snotty.
1: Oh, that's a good point actually, but yeah, because that is that is essential. and
0: it's not really widely available on vinyl. So I have it on CD, I do not have it on vinyl. Um
1: they actually reissued it a couple years ago on like they, green. They did,
0: but it's like you got to get it right away, and then yep. if you don't, then all of a sudden it's forty, fifty bucks. You know, right? That's
1: true. I think that was so, uh, who Who did that? That was Rhino, I think, right, to put that out. I, and get I it on know. green. See, now if it was yeah. Rhino,
0: why didn't they do a few copies of it? Don't they know. do the Ramones ones and everything else. But anyway, so that would be that would be the one that didn't make the list, just because I think it's not that easy to get. So, so my first my first one is actually. The Adolescence Blue album, the self titled Adolescence album.
1: Yep. Brilliant.
0: Which I know walks a fine line between punk and hardcore, but that it's so good. Such a great album. The speed, the power. Um I have that in like a really cool, like opaque, almost like turquoise vinyl. Love that. So in the like the C D version also has the Welcome to Reality E P which is three extra songs. So the original album I think is tw- a dozen songs. Um, the next one on my list, and I, I struggled with this a little bit because I think, I really think like Bad Religion's Suffer album is a classic, but I didn't do that. Instead, I want Black Flag Damaged because I think as an LP, that's their best LP. Like if you only buy one Black Flag thing, that's what I would buy.
1: Unless you did a compilation like Everything Turned Black yeah. or something. But I agree, if you do one of their real or the, albums, it would cause be damaged. Because
0: really, if we're being honest, the very best thing Black Flag ever did was the Nervous Breakdown single.
1: Yes. Four songs. Yep,
0: yep. I mean it's it, it blows away it, it, it's it's you listen to it today, it's forty two years old or whatever, and it's still unbelievable sounding So and I I don't think the Rollins stuff ever quite got to that level because they were too much into pot and Black Sabbath and stuff like that. <laughs> but <laughs> the damaged album the damaged Indeed. album is the best of the rounds yes. of the Rowlands era. The first Rollins album and the best of the Rollins era. But ironically a lot of those songs weren't written by Rollins I don't know if any of them Hardly any of them are. Most on, of them that, were on the on damaged.
1: Yeah, oh, I th- yeah, I think I think they all, pretty much all predated Most him. Them yeah. yeah,
0: So, but anyway, that's a great album. I wish SST would remaster it because all the SST stuff sounds like crap still. <laughs> um, next, Dead Kennedys, Fresh Fruit Rotting Vegetables. Yep, First episode Stone album. Dead, classic. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty. Last a uh, couple episodes ago, we played Kill the Poor from that. Great, great album, classic. Um. Next, Milo, uh, I, Neil might not actually agree with this one, but it would be Descendants. Milo goes to college.
1: No, it's a classic album. I'll give you that one. So good.
0: Yep. So good. Did we play one? No, we didn't play some of that. The, ne- the next one I would have cheated on if I do not know Neil was going to cheat with singles going steady, but I only picked <laughs> like proper LPs. Well, you could change it. Well, it, it, but I don't think I think the, the the compilation version is only available on CD, so I'm not sure. But so Minor Threat, I chose their self titled album. Yep. Because I think that's definitely their definitive work. But they did a CD compilation called um, Complete Discography. And it's got pretty much everything they ever recorded on it. And it's it's honestly, it's kind of a classic in its own right, honestly. Yep. So anyway, Chef's definitely something by a minor threat. Um, and Misfits, I'm going to say Walk Among Us. Such a of great course. album. Yes. Classic. Everybody should have it. Even though Static Age is also great. And definitely worth owning once you get walk among us um first ramones album even though i think the first three albums are undisputable classics i think you need all first three ramones albums and really the fourth one too after that it's much more hit and miss but i definitely think ramones leave home and rocket to russia are all stone cold classics see it's
1: funny that we say that because i know what you mean because obviously those later ramones albums don't compare to the first three or four or whatever. But if you compare them to 99.9% of other punk rock albums, like Brain Drain would still beat every one of those albums. Well, it's it's funny
0: because I think because the first ones were so good or had such a, were so stylized, you know, when they did the End of the Century album, it was, I I still don't love that album. I mean, there's like a bunch of Daniel Ray, like alternate takes of some of the songs from that. Yeah. Where it's just like regular Ramon songs and they sound so good, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: I hate all that instrumentation, all that crap. I mean, do I listen to that occasionally? I do. I mean, I, I, I kind of like listening to. It, it's I don't know why, but I still like listening to Joey kind of croon about be my baby and stuff. You know, I, I just, oh hundred percent, okay.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and it's funny, I, I'm actually but it's old enough.
0: Kind of like timpanies and all this stuff. And it's just like ugh, doo <laughs> It's like oh, come on, dude.
1: I'm old enough that I remember going to a record store and buying that, and you know, about the turn of the about 1979 turning into 1980, and it seemed like a really fucking big deal. Yeah, so.
0: Well, it's it's funny because you know we were talking about the uh oh I'm going to embarrass myself here newer shells or younger shells we had rookie Rochelle on and they covered the whole was that newer shells or younger shells that you was know, the newer shells yeah that was the newer they covered the whole animal boy album yep and i was kind of talking about how i actually prefer their production style yes to the original because it was, it sounded more like the old school ramones rather than that clunky kind of later production style they had yes. that sort of weird metally sounding production because, uh, so Boris the Sprinkler, who I know we've talked about a few times, put on a new album last year, um, they covered the entire End of the Century album, and they kind of did that same thing with it, where mm. they just kind of made it. That could be an interesting,
1: actually, if they sped it was, up some of good. the songs. Plus, yeah. if, you know,
0: if you know, like, Rev Norb the Cigar is such, like, a, a, a wild ranting and raving, like, I don't want to say lunatic, cause I think everything he does is pretty well thought out. But, you know, it, but it was, so you got a little bit of that manic energy, plus you got the the songs sort of stripped down to their essence, so it's, it's actually pretty cool. So you should check that out. I think I don't know if it's I think you can still get that somewhere.
1: He actually liked yeah. one of my posts today. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Good dudes. I we, we we a little pull back the curtain a little bit. We're we're uh, definitely hoping to have Rev Norban soon, which would be pretty exciting to me. I'm I'm like I said, I was kind of joking a couple weeks ago about how we're systematically being able to talk to almost all my heroes. Yeah, talking of course, of, you know, when, of course when you got a guy in his mid 40s talking to a guy in his mid 50s, maybe <laughs> you are worship at this point, but that's okay,
1: right? Um, yeah, in token of Rev, I believe Are you laughing you I, I believe yeah, I believe Rev that we had from the Drowns a, a few episodes ago, I believe he's just recovering from pneumonia, so I hope I hope, yeah, hope, hope you are feeling better, buddy. Yeah.
0: We, uh, we have a lot of men of the cloth that we <laughs> want to talk to
1: and we have yeah there's one from uh, one of my favorite psychobilly bands The Creep Show, there's a guy called Reverend too, so I'm maybe we'll have them Rev- on sometime Reverend Neil. yeah there you go couldn't be more atheist right. if you tried but okay sure probably <sighs> so whatever you want
0: uh, so, so okay Ramon Ramon's okay, one, next one yep. might, this next one might be a little controversial I actually just bought another press of this because I like to buy the same records over and over again it's the
1: Crucifix, isn't
0: it no <laughs> I mean, see now that see now if you wanted to go another level, another two levels, then it gets more interesting. But really, what we're talking about here is like, if you had an empty refrigerator, what do you put in your refrigerator to start?
1: Yes, first. You yeah. know,
0: the next level would be you know the veggies to go with the meat, and then the spices with it. So actually, and like I said, this might be a little controversial to you, and though I think you do like this album, the first *Suicidal times album, the self uh, title *Suicidal Yeah, Tons.
1: it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> So well, funny. you know what? I say that because I literally have not pulled it out and played it probably oh, in like 35 so years.
0: So good. So I, anyway, I, that's my recommendation. Now to go totally the other end of the spectrum, just down the beach a little bit, mm-hmm. X Los Angeles. Okay, good one. First X album, great. Yep. Couldn't be more different, but both within the punk spectrum. And then I actually really struggled at the end here. I had, I had Youth Brigade penciled in Sound and Fury, which I love, but I actually... This is a very midwestern pick and and Zero Boys,
1: might, isn't it? Zero, zero boys.
0: boys. Yeah. Ficious circle. It's so yeah. good, right?
1: Yeah. I uh, mean, it's
0: like 22 minutes long, but it's such a good record. I just I I can't get enough of it. It well, never gets old.
1: Well, I tell you what. If you're if that's your 10 and you're sticking to your 10.
0: Well, I mean, listen, I I mean, if I I'm sure if I totally threw this list away and forgot it, I'd probably rewrite it and there might be some all those albums are exceptional.
1: Well, all I'm going to say is the dead boys have to be on here somewhere. So if you're well, not, if, and, and, if, and that's
0: fine. And you know what? I could, I could squeeze one of those off of there. And like I said, it's, it's listen, it's a science, It's an art, not a science. Let's I'll, face it.
1: I'll, I'll take one of mine off and put the dead boys on then. Cause, uh, well, like yeah, you said, dead I boys, guess. young, 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 loud. And, well, and, then, and then you got Johnny thunders, L for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's Ooh, good. Boy, oh boy! But the, oh boy. It's, it's,
0: how far do you expand it? You know, because like to me, it's like ah, oh, the first New York Dolls album is classic. You know, I love the Stooges album. You know, it's yeah. And then, and then, of course, I didn't even touch on what i would consider to be and i know you're going to scoff at this but like the classic 90s stuff because there's a couple of no effects albums that are so good bad no, i think
1: i think i think cutting, stuff
0: like that you know but that's the next generation but man there's, yeah. there's some really cru- crucial well, stuff in there we I might mean, disagree on what that is but i know you have some stuff from that area you love too
1: but i think i think cutting this off at like 82 or something is fine um so i would put If we're going back to my list, and you really are, people are going off this list, which I assume they're not, but anyway, I would take off then the Susie and the Banshees album, and I would put the Dead Boys, Young, Loud, and Snotty on there. There you go. So I'll take I'll take a hit on mine and put the Take one
0: Brit, take one Brit off. Of, yeah, because you've got to you've got you've got to over. have
1: no matter what it is. If it's not vinyl, you've at least got to get it on CD. You've got to hear the Dead Boys' uh, first album because it is so. I mean, it's the epitome of. Uh, it really is
0: snotty punk. It's of, so good of
1: snotty American punk rock from from the from the late seventies. So yeah, that is.
0: It, so one of us should play. You should. It's my turn, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Your so I'm going to go ahead and play something that isn't on the list. But either of these bands would be on a slightly expanded list. Honestly, my next two songs. So uh, obviously Minneapolis has been on my mind lately, and I and why would that there's a, be? There's a few ba- yeah. There's a few bands from Minneapolis I love, but obviously the 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 500 pound dueling gorillas in the room are. Husker Du in replacement. So let's do a Husker du song first. I think it's, this is actually the perfect song for the times we're living in. This is from the Flip Their Wig album. It's called uh, Divide and Conquer. It's what our uh, politicians and our media and everything else is always trying to do to us. So this is Husker du, Divide and Conquer.
1: who's could um i know you've everybody out there has probably heard who's could before but which, which album is that off of flip your wig okay one that's S- one i don't yeah that's one i don't once have.
0: again one of the sst albums so it's sort of clunky sounding even though i got zen arcade on vinyl and it's on sst i got them all on cd and then i got zen arcade a double vinyl and it sounds it sounds better on vinyl it's always amazing when you know we're t- i think we talked about like the misfits records mm-hmm it's like the CDs originally that I bought in the 90s or whatever were so cheaply done or something. Yeah, they
1: sound they like They don't shit. sound that good. Right. But like
0: like this newer press I have of Walk Among Us sounds amazing. I mean, I hear things that I don't, need, I don't remember hearing on the CD. Even.
1: Right. Well, I, I mean, I've, this, this is another bee in my bonnet. And In fact, I just had this conversation with someone on Facebook today. who said, Probably
0: overly, unnecessarily, aggressively. Well, lost another friend, right? No,
1: well, no, this, no. No, I was actually very nice. But it's like, because he said all remasters. I've, are, I've seen you're very nice, dude. Remaster, no, no, this was. He said remasters <laughs> are better than the originals. And I'm like, well, dude. Sometimes. It completely depends on the remastering. If you're going back to the original master tapes and remastering it for vinyl, yeah, it can sound amazing. But if all you're doing is taking the shittiest 90 remaster that they put that they made for a CD, where well, all they did is blow out everything so it's as loud as possible, and then you burn that on vinyl. All you've got is a shitting, shitty sounding piece of heavy piece of vinyl, you know. Yeah. So it completely depends on what you mean well, by remastered.
0: You, you and I were having a private conversation about the new. Mike Ness, or not the new Mike Ness, came out in 99, his first solo album. He did two solo albums both the same year, right?
1: He did, yes. Correct, I, th- I think right that correct. one came
0: out first. Cheating at Solitaire.
1: Yep, that came so, out first. Yep.
0: It's a long album, so it had to be broken up onto two LPs, but you said the new version on Craft Records sounded great.
1: It does. It sounds fantastic, and it also has an extra track on it, too.
0: Oh, you hate that, I thought.
1: Um. Well, just one. So, you know, it's not so bad. So, I think it's called What so, Boys in Company C or something like that. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I I only have that on CD. I have I have uh, the other so the other one on vinyl, the original time bomb pressing. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, but you know, it's funny because like some, so that craft records seems to have a lot of has a lot of goodwill with me at the moment, and they also did the social D reissues, which I'm probably will end up buying at least like my yeah I'll probably buy them all eventually, but. um the because uh, I have a, a version their version of the first Violent Femmes album which is eighty three ish I think yes the self titled Violent Femmes same thing it sounds so good it's so lush I swear I'm hearing instruments that I don't even remember hearing before and I have a pretty good like CD reissued copy of it too so I, I don't know. anyway yeah it's, See, it's um, I think they're getting better at it is my point I well, think that. I think they're getting better at remastering for vinyl. Well, No,
1: but it it goes back to what I was just saying, right? Because, I mean, the old saying, garbage in, garbage out, it's still completely true. Um, If you go back to the original Master Tapes and they can remaster them today doing what they can do, they can. They can come out sounding absolutely amazing. But in the 90s, what they did with a lot of the CD mastering, all they did, they blew out the highs, they blew out the lows and just made it as loud as possible. So that's why you're hearing things now you know, that you didn't hear before on those CDs because they have gone back to those original recordings and uh and remastered all that shit back in. So, you know. Mm. It's uh it's important to you know, when it says remastered you always think it's better and it, it doesn't mean it's better. You know. It mm. not at all, you know, unless it says from the original masters or whatever it is, so
0: So we we actually had one more guy asking us about some specific bands. We did. You want me to you want me to do that or you want yeah? Wanna, what do you want to do? You want to give some more mail? We we've got a ton of mail.
1: Yeah, we do. Why do you um, why, why do you bring that? If you've got it in front of you, bring yeah, bring it up.
0: We and it was just real brief. A guy named Ryan. He's from Arizona, and he asked us about three bands. And he said, "We really like to hear your guys' opinion on Off of Their Heads, D4, and the Broke Downs." Okay. So I have a really strong opinion of, well, yeah, I know I have a strong opinion about two of those bands, and the other one I never really listen
1: to. I have, well, let's hope we don't, um, we don't mash, because um, I, I don't. I don't think
0: so, because I think, I think I know which one yeah. you haven't listened to. Yeah, I
1: don't know the Broke Downs at all.
0: Okay, well, that's funny, because they're from your neck of the woods. They're like suburban Chicago. I think they're from, uh, they from like Joliet or something? I mean, not right, you know, not super close, but they're Chicago suburbanites.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I Joliet
0: don't... or. One of those little towns around Chicago. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so go ahead. Because the one I don't know, the one I never listened to is D4, which I everybody tells me I should. Maybe I should. I don't, I don't know. It's, maybe it's like when, like after a while you haven't seen a movie and everybody talks about the movie. But you're like, yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm just not going to watch it. Um, so maybe yeah. I'm missing
1: out. Um, yeah, well, uh, at the time. Minneapolis,
0: another Minneapolis band.
1: At the time, we're talking, what, 94 or something like that? Um, yeah, there weren't many bands that sounded like D Four. Um, they were super. Which is super, uh, I think there were three piece. Are they? Um, I don't know. Straight ahead, just no nonsense. Getting on yeah. with it. Good songs. Short songs. Kind of weird. Um, had their own sound, but since then that sound has been co-opted like by like a million different bands. Yeah. So, um, if I if you were to listen to them today, I can guarantee you'd be like, well. This isn't that special. This sounds like 500 other bands that I listen to now. So, um, uh, but, you know, they're still fondly remembered. I know they played the Metro, actually, probably in like November, maybe December um when I was thinking of going but it's sold out. So a lot of people yeah, still right obviously. Three,
0: you're right about a three P. Sorry, ninety four they yeah. started.
1: Yeah, um so I think a lot of people, you know, really remember them fondly and they have a lot of uh, cachet because of that, but uh I think like if you listen to them for the first time now you'd be like, eh, this isn't anything special. Hmm. So uh you know, but I've I've got a I've got a lot of love for D four. Um one of my Only friends four albums. Yeah, one of my friends turned me on to him and uh at the time I'd never really heard of anything anything that sounded like them. Like in the mid '90s, because I wasn't listening to that much uh, punk and hardcore and stuff in the mid '90s. So, um, yeah, what can you do? Hmm. So tell so, me
0: what, what a, No, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, tell me a bit about the breakdowns, because I don't know anything about them at all.
0: So the Broke downs, they 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 were on Red Scare. They I think they still are on Red Scare. So you kind of want to think of that they're just like a pop punk band, and they do run around with bands like the Copyrights and and bands like that. But they are so lyrically, are so. I think you'd actually really like them. Their their lyrics are very twisted and they're very snarky, and they're they have a real strong element of bitterness, which I know you like.
1: What do they What do they sound like? Um,
0: you know, they're kind of they kind of remind me of and and this sounds bad on paper, but they kind of remind me of a cross between like a copyright style pop punk, pretty standard style pop punk. With maybe like a little like of the herky jerkiness of like the minutemen or something thrown in, hmm. and like I said, I know that doesn't necessarily sound good on paper, but they're they're a good band. I I, I dig them. I've seen them a few times. Um, I have some of their albums. I don't have all. I've actually been kind of that's one of those bands whose singles I've kind of been hunting. Hmm. Okay. So I've got that's so I've got a few other uh, quite a few their singles. So anyway, they're a cool band. I I dig them. Um, as far as off of their heads.
1: Yeah, we probably have very different uh, takes on Off With their Heads because I really only know the early stuff. And that is completely different to the stuff that well, they're it's putting out now.
0: Because I think that Off With of their Heads is one of those bands that on paper I should not like at all. Right. Just doesn't seem like anything I'd be into. It's very confessional. It's very hard uh, on the sleeve kind of thing.
1: Well to, well now it is the newest good, but man. the newest album is but, but I, I don't think their old albums no, are no, like it's, that.
0: It's, it's been it's been like that for a while now. Quite it a has? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That that first Epitaph album was very much like that. But the fact of the matter is it's really good. I really like lo- yeah, I really they're good. Like it off of their heads. They're good. It's not you know I've come to the conclusion that the reason that Third Wave Scott is popular and maybe I'm high, tell me right you know, write me, tell me I'm totally wrong with this. Is because um, it, it makes you feel good. It's just, it's like uplifting music, you know? And I think that's why I love a band like a Boris Sprinkler. It makes me happy. It literally elevates my mood. I love Off of Their Heads, but they are the opposite. This is not hmm. good timey music, you know what I mean? It's like I'm working through some stuff music, I think.
1: See, I'm looking at like albums like From the Bottom and stuff like that and Home. I mean, those were.
0: Home was a very dark, very yeah. personal album.
1: Maybe it's. A, wait, I'm thinking from songs the bottom. Songs and...
0: wrestling with his like religious upbringing, uh, you know. It sounds like like he was raised Catholic, but the scandal within the church with all these priests with the boys and the and there's songs about how you know he can't stand. You know, he, he loves his family, but he can't stand to be around him. It's 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 very very personal stuff. Hmm. It's a great home is a great great album. I, I love that album.
1: Maybe it's in desolation I'm thinking of, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but some the, of the, the early I, ones where they well, were a bit but more straight ahead.
0: Only, that was 2014, 2015. So it's been at least you know half a decade since they've been doing the. You know he does a podcast called Anxious and Angry. Of course he does. Ryan Ryan uh, he's been doing it a lot longer. Than we have you know He can't you can't claim that he's a Johnny come lately. Um, what's the main guy's name? Ryan Young.
1: I'll tell you what I will anyway. claim, dude. Yes. St- don't start doing the fucking acoustic thing. Please, don't start doing that. Yeah, they do... not start doing that. They do Oh, Jesus Christ. They the do world, a lot of
0: that. Yeah, they do. I think they've done a couple of whole albums of, like, reworking their songs acoustically.
1: The world doesn't need another... What What was that old song? What we need now is another folk singer, like, we need a hole in the head. I oh, mean, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, the old Cracker, the old cracker yeah, crack, song. What's the, we, what the yeah, world needs now. Yeah, Great song. and it's true. We do Pretty not band, need dude. you guys playing acoustic songs.
0: Well... No. Yeah, it's, it's funny, right? Because the other trend, and I think we're going to talk to some people who are involved with this kind of thing eventually, is like these kids making kids' records.
1: Bands making like kids' records, you mean?
0: Like these punk bands making yes. like kid-friendly yep. kid records. Yes. And, I mean, it would be nice to not only be able to play like a quarter of my record collection when the kids are, were around, especially when they were younger, but... I'm like I, I, I don't need that, right? I don't. I'm not looking for that.
2: I don't want to listen
0: to Ramon's lullabies. I don't right. want to listen to novelty kitty punk songs. It's just not. I, I I I have very little use for novelty and punk anyway. I mean, it's great to be funny. It's great to be snarky, but you know, beyond Massed Intruder, I don't really have a lot of use for novelty.
1: Right. right, I'm with you on that one. 100%. And honestly, even
0: them after the first album, the novelty of it. I mean the. They they've kind of lost goodwill with me with every subsequent release, even though I haven't actually heard the newest record. So well, I, well
1: here's well here's the thing with them. I mean, the does so- that
0: love songs and other crimes or whatever it was I was not real thrilled about. And the one before that, I didn't think it was as good as the one before that. So
1: well, the first one is obviously the classic, but they still write very very good songs. Um, they but, do, but yeah, but the whole shtick is sort of g-
0: handcuffed by the sh- their.
1: Like, oh, that's very very punny right there. They all oh, handcuffed. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't
0: even thinking that. Oh, very one. good. They're kind of handcuffed by their. Uh, yeah, they're.
1: They need to self sort of thing. They need to break out of that because even though it works great live, on albums and stuff, it's just yeah. n- not. I mean, it's where every song's got to be about that is getting is getting a bit much.
0: It's funny you say that because they really are they really are great live, man. And I haven't seen in yeah, a while, are. but they are they are a lot of fun to see live. Yeah, they are. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to dis them. I just I, like I said, it's just every record I like a little less than the one before. So
1: mm. anyway, okay. maybe
0: they need a they need a re- renaissance.
1: Well anyway so so going back to the original email that the guy sent it was just a weird three bands we for him to ask it. Him? the oh, yeah, the, yeah. the email he sent us it was just a really yeah. random selection of bands right there.
0: So I like the Broke Downs, you like D4 and we both like off of their heads.
1: But I like I like them and I mean I, I must I, I must admit I wouldn't like reach the, I wouldn't reach You should reach,
0: like the new stuff too dude. You get you in touch with their inner man, No, child. I've
1: I've tried. I've tried to listen to that new Be Good album and I can mm, get it, I can like get it, I can get about halfway through it. You know what it reminds me of? Who was mm. that crappy band from a couple of years ago that did the 59 sound?
0: Oh, it's so much more sonically aggressive than that. Uh, not, I know who you're talking about. Actually, Gaslight, it's Gaslight not.
1: Anthem. Gaslight Anthem. Dude, it the guitars isn't. are
0: so thick. You're mm-hmm.
1: high. And
0: the drums are thundering. Nah, nah, mm-hmm. nah. That's a,
1: that's a bad vocal? No, it's not. Listen to the vocals. Dude, the, the, the vocals the are almost exactly was, the same.
0: Fifty Nine sound was a cross between like, punk and Springsteen.
1: Well, what do you think this is? This Be Good is almost exactly. Yes, it is. No way. You listen it's so to the vocals. No, oh, no, I've, no. I've touched the nerve. Yeah, I'm telling you. It is. The songs oh, no, are I four or five wrong. minutes I long.
0: Nerve. I, don't, I, don't, I Listen, I have no skin in the game. I, I, I don't. Mm. I, it's not like they're my band that I'm out there telling everybody to listen to.
1: Maybe it's the vocals, but also the songs I think are we slow. Did. I
0: feel like we played the song. We played one of their songs. Maybe when we were doing like our year in Best of Bliss
1: or something. Yeah, I'm sure we did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another I'm Minneapolis, sure Another Minneapolis yeah. band. Who's that? Uh, off their heads.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Even though I think... He, he, you know He might be in Chicago now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Angus and Angry is a cool little uh, resource. They sell some cool stuff. They got records. They got, anyway, check it out. And uh, But their podcast... So his podcast is not about, like, punk rock stuff. It's about, like, I think, like, mental health stuff. Because hmm. he's been pretty open about his... Struggles. You know, his, his mental health struggles. Yeah. yeah. Hm. So.
1: Um, but uh, right. talking about, talking about uh, email... Um, I just want to give a shout out because we've got we've got a lot of email you want, you recently. Want, you
0: want to play? You want to play another song and then do that?
1: Um, I tell you what, you play one because I'm not ready for mine because it was something I wanted to talk about on mine. So you play you play it's your next heard. Minneapolis song.
0: Okay, so another album. Oh, such a classic! The very first Replacements album. Now the Replacements went through a couple of stages. Obviously, they start out as no questions a a kick ass suburban bunch of kids playing punk rock their first album sorry ma i forget forgot to go to the trash is so good um so we're actually gonna play the very first song from that and uh another another minneapolis band uh so yeah replacements taking a ride from sorry ma i forgot to go to the trash
1: replacements there um which year was that from tom when did Ooh,
0: the really? The early album? 80s maybe like, maybe like 81 or something okay uh, but yeah. it's funny you know because replacements they had a little bit of commercial success later and so they, you mm-hmm. know that the majority of the general public that's the stuff they're going to remember and that was okay but what, what kind of happened i think is paul Westerberg, the singer guitar player main songwriter after a while kind of took over the band like cause the, the Bob Stinson was like the original guitar player who was like a wild man drunk and I think once he left they kind of lost the ragged energy you know mm-hmm. And Tommy Stinson, of course, is a bass player and he was in the recent I, I did see the them reunion at Riot Fest, which they put on a great show, I must say. Was that the one um, where they,
1: it was on a Sunday night and it was in the mud? Yeah, it just
0: rained like crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I um, must, I um, but that it was one. you know, it's one of those shows, one of those shows where I never would have got to see the band if it wasn't for Riot Fest. So as much as I kind of throw shade on Riot Fest now, um, thanks for the
1: replacements. Was it was it good? Was it worth watching? It was great. Oh, it was, great. okay. Matter
0: of fact All the Sunday night shows Which is when they always Had the big reunion shows uh, That I saw They were great Like Iggy and the Studios Were great um, I don't remember What the other ones were But Replacements were great hmm. So Yeah Good stuff man Good stuff But yeah Go ahead and Read some more letters
1: Oh okay Well I wasn't gonna read, read letters not- so I was just, I was just gonna do Some shout outs really um, Oh okay Yeah yeah Do some yeah. shout outs And also yeah you've. I mean there's been A lot of sticker people Coming in right People want yeah, yeah. stickers From okay. all over keep, the place
0: keep, keep. Yeah yeah I'm going to send some out to South Africa, send some to Greece. Yep. I don't know how many states have been represented yet. It's kind of patchy. I mean, I haven't sent it to all 50 states yet. But, yeah, so keep keep that coming. Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail. Just send us your name and address. We will not sell your name to any other punk-related uh, <laughs> mailing list or anything. Or uh, just uh, private messages to us on Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: so I just want to give a shout out. Um, uh, some, actually, we got our first email from Colombia today. Um, hmm. A band called Los Candidas, Candid- hmm. Candidatos or something like that. Um, I like think a
0: good one for our uh, next uh, show where we play uh, songs from uh, people who send us stuff.
1: Yeah. So this is from a guy called Mario. So uh, hmm. hey, Mario, good to, uh, thanks for writing in. And yeah, we'll definitely check out uh, some of your stuff if I could pronounce it. That'll be good. Um,
0: Dude, you can barely pronounce English.
1: It's a queen's English, my friend. I should know all about <laughs> you that.
0: You are a queen, and it is English, you're
1: right. Go, <laughs> go, put the panties back on your head, would you? <laughs> uh,
0: all right, that was an ill advised temper humor early in the yeah, episode. I was, yes, it was good, that. very good. I'm gonna call you later tonight and say I need you to cut that out, Neil. I need you to cut <laughs> that out, that filthy joke I made.
1: Um, Nick Desadi from uh, was Nick from? Nick is from uh, Massachusetts. Mm. Um, then we have SPAC Zombie or spec 7 IC Zombie from uh, another guy from Massachusetts, from Amherst. How about that? Um, Asinine Radio uh, from Anaheim, California. Yeah, he mm-hmm. wants Tyler from, uh, from there. He wants some stickers too. Uh, Richard Fischler from New York City. Um, and he he wrote us in some nice stuff actually that he you know he really enjoys the podcast and stuff and uh, he used to listen to punk news but then he liked the old time perspective so we uh, he came mm. on over so that so that was nice
0: we're, we're like it's like throwing giving us compliments is like throwing raw meat to ravenous dogs we yeah right eat, eat it up
1: yes yeah he says so thank so, you well he says well you know what it's it's kind of it's a bit shady it's solid execution so far so I don't quite know what that means but there wow. you go solid that's, that's
0: like, sounds like something your dad would tell you yeah. Yeah, it's solid. It's emotion. okay. Solid. Uh, anyway, it's cool.
1: And he tells you to uh pay pay for Spotify, damn it, you cheap bastard.
0: Ah right. no, my son. My son upgraded me. There you go.
1: Um Joshua Burke says, Appreciate all that you do, so that was nice. He was actually the one that asked us about the uh you know the mm. the opinions on the punk essentials, yep. so that was good. Um Pierce Golden, oh my god, he is a he has a he was from Wales, I believe, right? He had a Well not, that's
0: the guy with the stickers degrees, yes.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's in Greece now. Ap- Apollonia. Oh, very nice. Um, hmm. But yeah, he sent us a long email about some of the stuff he'd seen uh, living in Wales or whatever So, uh, with the Sheep Shaggers, so that's true.
0: And uh, he had a band also. We had to put that on our mental list of things to add maybe when we do our...
1: Oh, the Cheapskates. He was in a ska punk band called the Cheapskates. Neil loves correct. ska.
0: It's like his favorite thing. Well, he loves... Third wave, wave ska. No, sir.
1: I love first and second wave ska, but the third wave ska where they look like shit. That, I draw that, the line that turns two me waves. Off. Well, yes. people, you know what it is. So you're gonna get mm. me off on a tangent. It's people that take it shit seriously, instead of people that do it as a joke. Like you were just saying about kitty bands. I take a lot of those third wave bands just take it as a joke. So there you go. Mm. Um, and I think actually no we already room talked for humor
0: about and punk rock, right? I uh, uh,
1: just busted yeah, your balls. Yeah, just keep yeah. going. Brian Brew but I think we've mentioned him before. So hold on, let me go to uh, let me go to some of our friends on the old Facebook rooney because we get a lot of messages on Facebook, too. It's probably about half and half, I'd say, right? Between mm-hmm. stuff we get on Facebook and stuff we get in email. So it's, it's always nice. Every day it's something something a little different. If we don't
0: get, if we don't get a drunk message once a week from somebody who's, you know, into, the, their, into their fifth pint and yep. feels like they need to reach out, it's a pretty rare week.
1: Oh, the, the cat has just jumped on me. Normally from North Dakota, so that's funny. Um, Richard White. <laughs> uh, obviously <laughs> our yeah. friend, our friend. Uh, Dick Gerbil. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dion Joubert. From, he's the guy from South Africa, I believe. Oh, oh for I fuck's sake, I, Ivy. Jesus. Leoff. Um Derek Thompson. He's been writing this. Actually that's our friend from uh, is it North South or Dakota. South Dakota. North yeah. Dakota? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Ricky Adams and then some of the some of the fa- f- familiar Ricky's, faces. Cincinnati yeah. Yeah. Matthew Ison from uh, North Potomac, Maryland. Uh Matt Just, Lindsay, Sean Whalen. and uh, and I think that's pretty much it. So yeah, lots of lots of good stuff.
0: It's uh it's funny. Actually, I was gonna say there's two. Our, our man James James Mason from uh, he's from the St. Louis area. He sent us a long list of like recommendations. As did Mike Mike the mailman, Mike Perez the mailman from Florida, who's yep. written to us before. So eventually we will get into that stuff. I swear. But it feels like homework. <laughs> so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll do our best. Um, I know your heart's in the right place, and I'm sure we'll like it. And I do want to dig into it, but we haven't had a chance yet. So we'll work on that. And Mike actually sent us a little piece of one of his bands too. So. Oh, we did. He said something. Yeah, he said so. We that that's definitely something we could consider when we do our when we do our compilation episode. You know, our like uh, like uh, episode where we don't have any new material, we just stitch it together from old pieces like these two on <laughs> the sitcoms.
1: Yeah, there we go. You know, a, gra- a greatest hits episode like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Greatest yeah. hits. Been a lot of editing for me. hmm Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's so that's the mail. Um, I know one person did ask us about. Um, Again, it was someone that seems to be a lot of people just getting into buying vinyl again, and so yeah. they want to know what kind of record player to buy. And I don't think either one of, his, one of us is an expert by any means, but we can certainly tell them what we have. So uh, what, what, what what are you spinning your vinyl on, Tom?
0: Um, I have a pretty basic setup anymore. I know your, your, your turntable is a lot fancier than mine, definitely. I have an automatic Sony. Uh, most of my equipment is from... The mid 90s when I first set up house.
1: You could actually buy a turntable at that point? Oh, oh yeah. Or oh, was it older than that?
0: No, it's that era 25 years or so, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, new needle since then, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just have a real simple Sony receiver. I have uh, both speakers. I have a Sony turntable. Um, I used to have a really nice Sony two tray CD player, which I loved, which actually burned CDs. Mm. Like a dual cassette deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it went bad over the years, and I yep. ended up throwing mm, it away. I did, waves. too. <laughs> I did, too. So I, have, so I couldn't find like a CD player that would... I couldn't find a decent CD player. It's amazing. You go into a Best Buy or something, they don't have a single
1: one. Yeah, they're hard to find these days, aren't they?
0: So I could find a couple that were really expensive. So what I ended up doing is buying like a, this little DVD player. But even then, I bought this little Sony DVD player. But even then, I couldn't get the newest model because the jacks weren't right for my old stereo.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So I had to buy like a an older generation DVD player. So I had that sitting on my stereo, but I got to tell you, it sucked all the joy out of listening to CDs because my old player was so nice and had full display and all that. So now I just have this little DVD player with no display because it's meant to be displayed on the television, of course. So it's it's I, I very very rarely play CDs upstairs anymore. If I do, I usually actually just go in the living room and play them on the DVD player with the with the television in the
1: other room. So. So what kind of receiver? But yeah, I do you have, have a
0: real. So I have a real simple setup. What it, kind of receiver? Sony.
1: Oh, you have a Sony. Okay. Yeah, everything Sony. Yeah. Okay. Um Basically, like
0: I said, both both speakers. I've always, my dad had both speakers when I was a kid. Man, he had Bose like the ones that hang in the corners, the yes. five ones, oh yeah, yeah, nano yeah. ones, five yeah. ones, nine ones. Um, I have small, little smaller ones than that, but and he had Jensen floor speakers, and I just remember he has Sansui deck. My dad was a stereo guy, right? Seventies. I mean, you could shake your balls out with that thing. I mean, it would, it would literally shake the windows out of the house. It was so amazing. Now, I don't have that kind of power.
1: Does he still have mine. that stuff?
0: Um, I think he still has it, but the receiver, I know, he was having a real hard time finding anybody to fix that mid-70s stuff.
1: It sounds to, me, it's, like, it's, it sounds so, to me like you should go grab his turntable.
0: I, you know, actually, I'm thinking about, see, he doesn't have the turntable anymore, but he's got oh, the receiver.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: and the receiver is what you really need—the power. And the turntable—you know—if you get a good needle on on a half a decent turntable, it's pretty pretty decent.
1: Yep. Really. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway, what do, you, what do you got? Neil? I know you got a little fancier setup than I do. Um,
1: I got a. It's not top of the line by any means. I mean, jeez, you can go up to thousands of dollars oh, dude, on this there's, stuff, there's right? There's no top, top. of the yeah. line is not. We, Doesn't guys exist. Guys like
0: us does never get to see the top. Yeah.
1: Um, I just got an Audio Technica. I think I got the 120. It's like the middle of the line. I think it was like two. But it's not automatic. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Um, automatic meaning what? You mean you put the needle on and the thing starts spinning?
0: Well, no, but like mine, I could set the size to seven inch or twelve inch. And push the button and it starts. You know. Oh no! Yeah, goes over and drives.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I I can I can change the speed, but I have to manually put the uh, stylus on and manually take the stylus off. Get to
0: crank yeah. it faster or slower based on.
1: Um, I could crank if it I want. Faster or slower I...
0: by hand based on whether or
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but it's a nice turntable. It's probably like two hundred and fifty bucks, but you can still get it. It's widely widely available. What's right.
0: What's your What's your uh, receiver?
1: It's a uh, Yamaha. It, that That is the one thing that I spent a lot of money on, because yeah. um. I have a friend at work who's kind of an audiophile and he recommended this receiver to me. And actually I found it second hand on eBay, I think, but it's a fantastic mm. receiver. This this Yamaha, this big Yamaha receiver I have. And then I have Klipsch clips uh floor speakers. So, yeah, it's a nice mm. it's a nice setup, but nothing not too expensive. I mean, I probably didn't drop more than 800, 850 or something on the whole thing. You know, yes. And I got all the pieces at different times. So I used to have cheaper speakers, you know, until I could afford to buy the Klipsch ones and this kind of thing. So, um, But one of the things you do want to do, and um, was something that made a big difference for me, is uh, you, know, you can get all kinds of slip mats, right? I mean, everyone makes slip mats these days. With the band logos on yep. and stuff. Most of the time, those actually are worse than having no slip mat at all because they, hmm. they, they, they attract static. So uh, I actually got like a quarter-inch cork um, static anti-static mat. And uh, that made a huge difference. Hmm. Yeah, it made a huge difference. Believe it or not. So as far as, um, just on like uh, well, a for start, anti-static. So hmm. like it's yeah, not I it's not a, stati- it's I not attracting all the all the dust thick, and stuff like that.
0: I have thick carpet back where my stereo is. Yeah,
1: and then as well, you can't hear a lot of the uh, any any background noise really of the turntable itself because hmm. the, the core kind of kind of takes all that shit away. So that hmm. was that was a really good where, purchase. Where do you
0: get something like that?
1: I just got it on Amazon. Okay. It was like it was like ten bucks or something. But then but then what I do as well, and this you know, if you got a big vinyl collection, it should be a lot of money, but um first thing buy plastic sleeves for all your vinyl for all your albums. Of course. Yeah. That ain't expensive. Gotta do I that. Mean, you do it as you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't want it to do a thousand at once, but yeah.
1: But then I bought the um almost like archival, um anti static poly um inner sleeves. So those are expensive. Those, uh, so I take out like the cheap paper inner sleeve that comes with most punk albums, and uh, and replace it with one of these anti-static inner sleeves. So um, yeah, do it keeps the vinyl. It keeps the vinyl a lot better, you know. Especially if you're paying money, if you're buying stuff on discogs and you're spending a lot of money on it, you want to get that cheap crappy paper inner sleeve out of there and um, put it something that's mm. lined. So again, it's not it's static-free. Then you know, it's not it's not the vinyl yeah. isn't attracting dust as soon as you pull it out, kind of thing. So. Anyway, so those are two things I would recommend. But yeah, the plastic sleeves definitely for the for, your, for the uh, for the covers and stuff. You, you definitely want to do that. So, because I mean, you're not you know vinyl these days is expensive. It is. You know, and the one thing you do not want to do is buy one of those cheap fucking turntables or all-in-one units at Target. Scratches the piss out yeah. of yeah. Yeah, you can't. Either, you may as well just be playing it with a knitting needle. It's just going to destroy that forty dollar album. I, yeah, that you have. I know, and
0: I hate to I hate to tell people that too because it's yeah. such a nice starter. My daughter has one of those, and yeah. it's just like, ugh. yeah, but yeah. She's buying forty dollar Post Malone albums or whatever.
1: Yeah, it might sound better that way, but uh, you'll see those. You'll see those things all over the place, right? At uh, yeah, like I said, at Target. Or and I don't Best know if you. I mean,
0: can you? I don't know if you can upgrade the needles on those enough to. Nope, you cannot. Fix it or not?
1: No, so. I don't. I don't think so. I Who makes those? It's a, it's a C, right? I mean, they Crosley. Look, yeah, Crosley. They look really cool too. They look like vintage yeah. and shit like that. Well,
0: they remind you probably of the one you had in your kid, where it yeah. goes up in a suitcase and you yep. kind of carry it around. So they're portable. They're co- listen. They're they are cool. My 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 daughter's is a Motorola, or whatever. I can't remember what it is. It's it's a vintage looking thing. It's cool. It looks real cool. It has built-in speakers, you know. Yeah. But yeah, not so. good
1: for your vinyl though. So like I say, if you're spending forty bucks on albums, you do not want to, you know you do yeah. not want to do it you know, we know what you know what it's like it's like buying uh, it's like buying a brand new big screen high def tv but then not upgrading to the high def signal from your cable company and plugging so, your vcr into it so you got the, you got this fantastic tv and then you wonder why the quality is still shit yeah. you know it's like well yeah you gotta you gotta upgrade to the uh, yep. to the high def package you know so anyway that's that that's what we have
0: where are we at? Where are we at, Neil? How long have we been rambling?
1: Um, we're about an hour and the uh, hour twenty. So uh should wow. I should I play my last song?
0: Why don't you play your last song?
1: Yeah, I've i I've saved this to last and it's funny. Um crass. I actually thought about putting crass on my top ten as one of the uh you know, kind of but classics that, that you feeding gotta get. 5, f- uh yeah, feeding of five thousand, yeah, the the yeah. first first one, right. Um And the song I'm going to play is uh, White Punks on Hope from, Hmm. uh, was that from Stations of the Crass, I believe that was. Mm -hmm. And this is the one where it starts off with them dissing the Clash, right? They said that we were trash. Well, the name is Crass, not Clash. They can stuff their punk credentials because it's them that take the cash. So it got a lot of pub because of that, because they were dissing Hmm. the Clash on that one, right? But the reason I want to play that is just because... uh, some of the lyrics are a little bit apropos to what's going on now, which is crazy considering they wrote it 41 years ago. Mm. And the line I really wanted to mention was, uh... Uh... Vicious mindless violence that offers nothing new. Left-wing violence, right-wing violence all seems much the same. Bully boys out fighting, it's just the same old game. Boring fucking politics that'll get us all shot. Left-wi- le- left-wing, right-wing, you can stuff the lot. And... uh And basically we're seeing a lot of that now, you know, we're being told what to do either by the party in power or by the uh, left wing, you know, people that, especially in punk rock, right? If you don't do what they say, then you're not in our group. So it's uh, people,
0: people seem to be okay with tyranny as long as it's got the right letter with a bracket in it after the person imposing it. Exactly. So it's intellectually dishonest and it's crap.
1: So, you know, punk rock is think for yourself. Don't do something just because the crowd does it or just... Don't join a cult. Just because someone tells you that this is what you should be doing. So, anyway, this is Crass with uh, White Punks on Hope.
2: They said that we were trash. Well, the name is Crass, not Clash. They can stuff their punk credentials. It's them that take the cash. They won't charge nothing for their basketball tour. R.A.R. badges in their protest wall. Fans of white men standing in a palm. Objective to ISO, the can in the dark Black man has got his problems to fight and deal with it Tonight, for yourself, girl, with your white and shit If you get a psychic close look at the white things really stand do see fear the all just niggas, to the rulers of this land Punk was about to also two years of crap oh, Why way of saying no, we'd always say yes yeah. My mum and we saw, I watched me free Laying mentally in fighting life, quite incredible bit of seen the qualifying factors of politics and class Lefty match on three fighters with I Except on the racism, a camera on the street Fear is hard to film and fashion for the science of Bigotry and blindness, a Marxist cult Another clever trick to keep us all in These little labels to keep us all apart Keep us all divided fighting when the troubles start Boring fucking politics, do get us all shot Left wing, right wing, you can stop the law Keep your petty prejudice, I don't see the point Anarchy and freedom is what I
1: want There you go, crass white punks on Hope well, and, The great
0: uh, thing is, so they dissed The Clash, but the great thing is, I mean that's a reference to a, a popular like rock song of the time, right? What do you mean? Do you? you, I mean, you know who the tubes are? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. White punks. White
1: punks on dope. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yes, they did. That was big. That was a big hit, I believe, right in the states. That was a pretty big hit. Yeah,
0: it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like as big as what's? What are the other tubes? Yeah. Talk to you later. Or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah. There's some pretty powerful lyrics in that, and Crass were like years and years ahead of their time. And you know, the music isn't for everybody. Um, yeah, it's, it it's a... funny.
0: I I like Crass, but I really need to take them in small doses. I have these, uh, like, big fat reissues that they did a few years ago. I think they're three discs or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember CD CD reissue, but they're really exhaustive. Yeah. and the essays and everything else. But I can't listen to them back to back. It's it is it's very stripped down music, obviously, and it's so. Once again, it's so serious that it it's. It's not fun, you know, it's just, you just don't want to listen to them back to back. And it's, it feels, it's okay, it's not, like, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it, I'm losing myself, but, you well, know the, what I'm saying, it's almost too heavy to listen to, dude, not listen, musically, but lyrically to listen to it too Listen,
1: much. Listen to these lines as well, I just pulled the middle verse, I, I didn't realize I said this, um the qualifying factors of politics and class, 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 uh, left-wing macho street fighters willing to kick ass. They said because of racism, they come out on the street. It's just a form of fascism for the socialist elite. Mm. So, yeah. Um, no,
0: that doesn't sound like anybody right now. joining <laughs> in, in, the party. You know, I, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: 41 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh,
0: anyway, so yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We talked politics at all. Honestly, I didn't want to, I think we had a little fun in the middle, but,
1: uh, Oh yeah, no, it was good. It was good. We'll, uh, we'll, uh,
0: I don't know. Are we signing off? Are we signing off? Yeah. I think
1: we are. And 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 this was nice because again, this was just me and Tom. I know we've had an yeah. awful lot of guests on, but we have an awful lot of people who want to talk to us, so that's kind of cool. And uh, that's true. but we definitely wanted to get one just of uh, just of the old the old crew. Yeah, just and me we, and Tom we, and just it, bullshitting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we will we will continue to make time for that because we didn't even get into record collecting today. Nope. And I know we've both been buying a ton of records as we sit in our houses, so we yep. definitely want to talk about that a little bit next time.
1: Yeah, for sure. So anyway.
0: Thanks for the thanks for the kind words, everybody. Thanks for writing in. Thanks yep. for listening. And uh Punk Till I Die seventy seven at Gmail and Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. Yep. Thanks and for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks Be for safe. listening. And, Be uh, safe out there if you're hitting the protests. Be careful.
1: Yeah, and uh, more than ever, stay free. Okay, bye everybody.
2: See ya.